We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, guys, I've got one thing to ask you then. Uh-oh. Go beat the heck out of Florida State, but... I just had to get that in there one more time. It's it's, it's what we do. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> we were zoomed in there. That's it's, right. Uh, we, we are on the varsity of making fun of Burke Kelly. Yes. Are you ready for rapid fire? Let's go. Vince has been chomping at the bit all day. I know. I it's been I a bit of a day. I'm ready for some rapid fire. Fired up. <laughs> so Sam Hartman, 0-2 at North Carolina State in his career at Wake Forest. And he does have one home win in his career against NC State. Six touchdown passes, six interceptions in his career. Scale of 1 to 10. How much does any of that matter? Uh, none of it, Ali. <laughs> none of it matters. Not even a little bit because I don't care what anybody says. Notre Dame has more talent around him than he ever had at Wake Forest. Period. End of discussion. You can nitpick a wide receiver here or there. Fine. But there's no way you can tell me that Wake Forest ever had a better offensive line or had better running backs than what Notre Dame has. So all of that is a moot point because Sam Hartman doesn't have to put this team on his back for them to win this game. All he has to do is turn his back to the defense and hand it off to that stable of running backs, and they're going to win the game. Now, Sam Hartman's going to do more than that, but that's all he has to do, in my opinion. And so it doesn't mean squat. Vince took majority of my answer, so I'm going to uh, present it in a different way that's more attractive. Um, oh. So what I'm going to say here is it, it doesn't mean anything because – Sam Hartman's time at Wake Forest and now Sam Hartman's time at Notre Dame are not dependent events. They don't have any effect on one another. So what that means is Sam Hartman at Wake Forest had a horrible offensive line. He had a non-existent running game. And so when both of those things are true and you're down in a game and your only only way of coming back is just allowing you know putting the game on sam hartman's shoulder and telling him to air that ball out you know 20 times in a row of course he's going to struggle they know what's coming they know that the only way that they're going to beat is in the or going to get beat is in the passing game but like vince said when you throw in a really good offensive line you throw in a, a running back room that can hit you on the edges it can hit you down the middle 
And then you throw in, you know, the talent that they have at wide receiver, the, the, the physical, the physicality of these tight ends. It's just that Sam Hartman's workload goes down. He doesn't have to think as much. The game is not nearly as much on his shoulders. So I, it's, it doesn't mean anything at all to me, um, you know, Sam Hartman's prior success or lack thereof against North Carolina State. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised it came up this week because he obviously has experience against North Carolina State. You're going to ask about that. But as Jared Parker said, you're, you're not going to bring up negative things to Sam Hartman. that Like, you're not going to dig deep into that, you know? Like, the only, the only real benefit is he has seen this defense before. So, again, it's experience. That's experience comes Yeah, he knows that, it, that pre-snap it's cover one or right. cover three. right. But it's a different offensive system. It is like he had no running game at all at Wake Forest. He had to throw it 40-plus times. If Sam Hartman has to throw 40-plus times in this game Saturday, that's not going to be a good thing for Notre Dame. That's that's a negative indication for Notre Dame. He shouldn't have to throw even 30 times in this game. Like, look right. at what he's done the first couple games. Like, if he's – like, I would say 25-26 max, max, and – Again, he's got a running game to lean on that he never had at Wake Forest, and that's the biggest difference because he was, in addition to the interceptions, he was sacked a lot in those three games, right. two of them being losses. I would be shocked if he is sacked. You know, maybe they get to him a couple times in this game. I would say max two. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and protein-plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. 
and you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. So NC State is 18-2 and two at home over the last three seasons. Scale of 1 to 10. How much does that concern you entering this matchup? Go ahead again, Vince. Oh, come on now. Cop-outs. <laughs> a couple of cop-outs. Seriously. <laughs> um, you know, scale on the uh, – I don't know. I, I guess I'm not that worried – about it i do you know let, let me let me let me go ahead throw this at you guys go ahead throw one it. of those two losses was to boston college last year do you remember what notre dame did to boston college last year like it's not like notre dame is going into tuscaloosa or <laughs> knoxville tennessee or even blacksburg virginia where you've got enter sandman and that whole environment this is a noon game at North Carolina State, and I'm not trying to like, like, like say that like there's no home environment to speak of, but again, it's like it's it's not like you're going into one of the most imposing environments right. in college football. Like they play well at home, but they also lost to Boston College last year at home. That's one of their two losses in their last 20 games at home. Yeah. BC, a team that Notre Dame right. that did not belong on the same field with Notre Dame. Last it's year. on the road. So, That's it's okay. It's on the road. Yeah. It's not like it's on the road right. and between the hedges or you know any other place. It's difficult to play in. It's NC State, man. What? How often were we told that it was super hard to play at Virginia Tech because of Enter Sandman? Exactly. And, and then five minutes into the better. game, that's a that's yeah, it's a non-factor. Right. It was cool, but that's it. Right. Yeah, so for me, scale of 1 to 10, this is like a 3 overall. And the only reason I'm giving it a 3 or acknowledging it to any point um, is because it, it really, you know, being on the road, that doesn't do anything for me. Being at North Carolina State, that doesn't do anything for me. You can throw both of those out the window. The only thing to me that I think has an effect is that it's a noon kickoff. And I spoke about this just a little bit this week. That's just an earlier wake-up time, an earlier preparation for these teams um, and the only players that that ultimately might affect here are some of the young guys, right? Because you don't want them staying up late the night before. You don't want them. You want a good nights of rest. You want to be to get up in the morning and get the body going. So again, the only thing to me that has any sort of effect is you might be sleepwalking a little bit because it's a noon game, but I don't anticipate that happening. I'm just saying it's a possibility and it's the only thing that would give me, you know, put that ranking up to a three out of 10 for me. In typical Jesse fashion, he just combines two questions in <laughs> one point. Like the, the noon kickoff thing was was a question that was coming up. So I'll just let Vince go. It's Vin, Jesse's already answered that. Vince, the, the, the noon kickoff means what for Notre Dame? Um, it means I have to miss my son's soccer game. That's really all that it means. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Like I don't. 
it doesn't mean much. I mean, they were honest. practicing at nine o'clock in the morning, you know, during right. training camp, right? Exactly. And and just dealt with, uh, you know, the time change going to Dublin. And they, they've done all these things. Like, they didn't show – they showed to be any worse for the wear based on when they were playing the game. You know what I mean? And so I don't think the noon kickoff means much of anything, especially this early in the season. You know, maybe if this was like game seven or eight when they haven't had a bye and, you know, they're – locked into kind of you know when they play and all these so far they've played now it will be three different times they're not locked into any there's nothing that's normal very true i don't think it means squat yeah and it's a great point they've already adjusted between going to dublin coming home playing a third 330 game and now you get a noon game so it's only a little bit earlier yeah it's on the road but they 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 took off at like noon i think this afternoon if i saw the the tweet you know kind of around that time noon one o'clock something like that so they're already out there they're going to get into their you know they'll do their walk through at the stadium today and then they'll get up probably you know 6 a.m 7 a.m probably around 6 have their breakfast and and get on to the stadium and and do their thing they're used to again they had 9 a.m practices during training camp. So it's not like they haven't gotten up and it's not like to your point, it's not like they're into the season and they've played all these night games and now they've got to adjust and come back to noon. So I, I think that it means next to nothing as well. I'd probably give it around to two or something like that. If I was funny, the funny thing is, so game one, two, three, all different times. Game four is going to be a two 30 start. So that's going to be different. So that's four different start times. And then technically, Game five is that game against Ohio State that starts at 7.30, which I guess technically it was 7.30 our time when they played in Dublin. But you could make the argument that that's a different time as well. So I mean, they're going to have five different t- start times in five games, really. So right. start time's not going to make a darn bit of difference. Quarterback aside, what position group are you guys most confident in right now? Uh <sighs> I am most confident in. Can I do offense and defense, or does it have to be? If you want to, yeah. I d- defense. <laughs> defense. I'll go defensive line, uh, just because of the depth that they have overall. Um, I haven't seen them do anything. Uh, I would say, like you know, catastrophic or make any sort of huge mistake. Um, in terms of the offense, I got to go uh with the running back room just because of the depth and the and the and the and the the way that they can and slice you and dice you up Vince because I think all these running backs can do just a little bit of different things compared to each other they have things that they're a little bit better at you know comparatively across the running back room so I like I like the running backs just because they can they can run it down your throat they can get you on the perimeter with some of the speed they have guys who are very good in the pass pro um, is he still talking? Yeah, major point. It's the then, running back room. Convince talk a little bit now. Come on. I might just, you know, have to. Mr. Filibuster. <laughs> oh, he take, oh, takes man. himself right out of the show. He just, he just jumped right out. <laughs> Go ahead, I mean, Vince. He finally got the right answer, and it was running back room for the offense. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. That's, that is by far the one I'm most confident in. And even if you threw quarterback in there, it would be a toss-up between the running backs and the quarterback, if I, you know, I'm being honest. Now, if we're going to play the Jesse game, we're going to go offense and defense, then I will say the corner back room would be the one I am most confident in on the defensive side. Yes, they have not been really tested yet this season, and this is that's a big question mark going into a game like this. 
still the corners, man. Like you got two potential All Americans playing your two cornerback spots. So defense for me, it's corner. It should be. I mean, everyone should be excited to see Notre Dame have an opportunity against a team like oh. North Carolina State to see those corners in action. You're right. They 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 haven't because they played Navy. And what there's been like one completion on Benjamin Morrison through the first two games. Again, you take that with a grain of salt a little. You know, they did try to throw at him last week. So it's not like it, it, they weren't throwing at him. But, uh, you know, there was the one completion. So I, I think it's going to be uh, – it'll be a, a good matchup for them today. And I, and I completely yeah. agree with with both. It would be corners on – defense we heard enough about the running backs jesse gave his running back breakdown it's the running backs on offense when you look at the depth of that room (laughs) is there one is there a group that you have maybe the most questions about right now no not gonna go with this you're not gonna filibuster on this one (laughs) i I will say we're gonna go both sides of the ball again i guess i'll go safety just because I'm not 100% sure who that second guy is. I got a lot of faith in Xavier Watts. I just don't know about the other guys. And we haven't seen him really get challenged deep yet. Right. That's that's yep. something that's and, – and I think that that's something that, that NC State will try to do today. Again, even though they, they didn't really do that much last week against UConn, their longest pass play was 19 yards against UConn. I, I think that they're going to have to try to, to challenge – Notre Dame's yep. uh, secondaries deep in this game. And Armstrong's got the arm to do it. Yep, so safety and then offensively, I'll say wide receiver just because they have Notre Dame hasn't needed their wide receivers yet. They haven't mm-hmm. needed them to go up and get a 50-50 ball or a big, you know, third down catch or you know, this hasn't been the case where that, you know, that's needed to happen. So it's more of a question mark because we just don't know more than I'm not confident in them, if that makes sense. So that's why I'll go with wide receiver. Um, I'm going to go defensively safeties for a lot of what Vince was talking about. They've been tested downfield uh, and against some of these opponents. It's, you know, who's the legit number two. Um, so, yeah, I, I would go safeties on defense. And then I was going to say wide receivers on offense, but I don't want to copycat Vince too much here. Um, I would say that wide receiver, the only thing I'm looking for is who's going to who's going to step up in the big moment. There's been no big moments yet. Um, and so I, I want to see um, and not that they haven't stepped up. You know what I mean? I, it's just when the pressure's really on, who's going to be the guy that you could ultimately rely on? Um, so that that would be uh, if you were the Chiefs, it's not going to be uh, Kadarius Tony. Um, but <laughs> Man. To, me, to me, I got to go with the offensive guards because, yes, they've played well. Um, but there's a ton of inexperience, and they haven't been really tested yet. Seriously, Vince, just like you know, the the little the the hand triangle as a as a receiver. <laughs> like, what were you taught when you were young? Catch the ball like that, right, Jess? You're right. Like, like that was a total hugger move. A guy in the NFL with a total hugger move on that. That uh, that drop was brutal. Cost me a, a decent amount of change last night because Man. I needed I needed Mahomes to go for two fifty, and he was about. 225 and all those Tony yeah. drops really screwed me last night. I agree with the with with the defense. It would be safeties. You know, not that not that there's any poor play going on, sure. but just because they haven't been challenged enough, we haven't seen it yet against a a power five traditional offense. Offensively, for me, coming out of last week, it's more the offensive line that that you know like. Like Blake Fisher got beat a couple times last week. I, again, like you wouldn't think that you would see that against Tennessee State, that interior. 
had a little bit more issues, you know, sort of reacting quickness, that kind of thing. So uh, th- they've got, again, especially against this kind of defense, they've, they've got more questions, I think, to answer to me today or, that you know, in this game against North Carolina State. It's the offensive line. Yeah. All right. Now's the fun part. I mean, it's all fun. But now's the really fun part because now is when we get to uh, some of the game props. We all had an assignment. Um, Vince halfway met his assignment. <laughs> uh, we were to go to a sports book app, build a three-leg parlay for this game. Now, we were supposed to take a screenshot of it and send it to Jesse. Vince texted his, like, you, you know, you can build the parlay without actually betting it. No, you're right. right? I, my, the, the app I use doesn't usually have the player props. It's oh, always, okay. It's always game props, and it's very annoying. And a lot of okay. times the player props will come too late. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I did, but I didn't even look. I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't even That's look. That's okay. That's okay. So here, Jesse, man, what is this? Okay. <laughs> It says, Dad, that's me. That's so you. mine, here's my three-leg. I've got Notre Dame minus seven and a half, yep. favored by seven and a half. I've got Chris Tyree to go over 28 and a half receiving yards. And I've got Audric Estime to go over 79 and a half rushing yards. Do you guys like, you guys, are you in like with that? Do you, do you, do you, do you that. feel that? Yeah, I definitely dig that one for sure. Because I, I mean, it's right there on the page. But I agree with you on, on the spread for sure. And I think uh, I'm kind of along the lines of where, where Jess is at as far as Tyree having a big game. 28.5, that might be one catch. So, yeah. And Estimate is going to have a big day because I just don't think this three front is going to be able to stop number seven. I don't either. Not at all. All right. So that's mine. Vince, go through yours. Yeah. So I, I took Notre Dame uh, minus seven and a half. I think, honestly, I think that's just a sucker bet. Uh, I took Hartman over the 229 and a half because I do think he's going to, I don't think he's necessarily going to be the focus, but I think they are going to try and stop the run early and that's going to allow Hartman to go for it um, and, and really hit some passes. And I think he'll be over 229. And then I've got estimate getting in the end zone, some form or fashion. I, yes. I think that's going to be pretty easy. The only reason I didn't want to touch Hartman's passing props is just because of the uncertainty with the weather. Sure. Coupled in with, you know, if Notre Dame, we, we think they're going to be pretty successful in the run game. You know, is he, I generally think he's going to be over in the passing game because I agree with, with Jesse's breakdown earlier. I think there's going to chance to see a couple big passing plays, you know, at least a couple big passing plays in this game, but I didn't want to touch that just because I wasn't sure with the weather. Jess. Yeah. So um, I'll get into mine now. I actually did. And and for everyone out there, the reason why we kind of did this is because um, FanDuel was offering a um, 50% boost on same game parlays. that just needed to be three legs or more. And so I screenshotted it. And sent it over to my dad and said, this would be a fun segment this week because they're offering, you know, a 50% boost on a single game, three leg parlay. So I love Sam Hartman's. I I don't understand this because his, his passing numbers are always underrated in my opinion. 
Um, and I don't know if that's just because of, again, the running attack that Notre Dame potentially has. And so that's taking away from the passing game. I still think Sam Hartman is easily going to crush over, you know, 224 passing yards. So I took that. Um, I think Sam Hartman, just like he's done in the first two games, is going to have at least two passing touchdowns. Um, I, I just think Notre Dame is going to score a lot of points again. So I don't think it's going to be mutually exclusive to rushing touchdowns or passing touchdowns. I think there's going to be um, a little bit of both. And so I took the over on the Sam Hartman passing yards. And then I took estimate over on the 77 and a half rushing yards um, because I think they're going to try to really run him down the middle um, early in the game. And I think they're going to really run him down the middle to finish the game um, being kind of the big physical back that he is. And another reason why I like Sam Hartman's passing yards uh, over is because I think NC state is going to come out and have a concerted effort to stop their run game um, because they think that they, that they're going to be able to stop Sam Hartman in the past game, because that's what they've done in the past. They've, they've, they've stopped him in the passing game, right? He hasn't had as much success against NC state as he has against other people. So I think that's going to lead to a little bit of overconfidence um, and Sam Hartman's going to have a little revenge game and show these guys that, yeah, I, I can pass all over you if I want to. All right. I did another three leg as well. I, I, I still had Notre Dame minus the seven and a half. The, the over under for this game is 50 and a half points. And I, I, I have them going over and I also included estimates yards. Again, the only hesitation I have on the over 50 and a half points for this game is the weather. Like that, sure. if, if the weather is a factor, it's going to push the points down again. It's not going to push it down. I don't think as far as it did a, seven years ago when Notre Dame played out there in the rainstorm, but I think it pushes it down a little bit. Chris Falica, Jesse showed me this. He tweeted this. He's the guy used to be uh, the, you know, bear on uh, used to be on college game day. He's on Fox. Now the Irish have won 15 straight true road games as the favorite going back to 2017. Last time they lost when they were favored by at least a touchdown on the road, 1999 against Stanford. So a lot of history in Notre Dame's favor going into this game. Again, like going back to that NC state great at home and all that kind of stuff. Uh, We'll we'll go through these props. We don't have to be real detailed. We'll kind of just bust through them here real quick. The game over under 50 and a half. Are you guys generally in favor of the over on this? If it was a home game? Yes. Uh, The weather, like you said, has me worried. I just, when, when any kind of weather is involved, I kind of stay away from the over-under for total points. I yeah. you know it scares me, to be honest with you, because it could go either way. You know, I just – I'm afraid of that. But if you're putting a gun to my head, I'm going to go with the under. Uh, and that's more along the lines of I don't think NC State's going to do their part. Yeah, I took the under in this case too because Notre Dame's defense has been dominant, hasn't given up a touchdown – uh, yet this season, I, I think this game could easily turn into like a 38 to 10, um, like a 41 to 10, you know, type game. So I think Notre Dame is definitely going to hold its end of the bargain. I just don't think NC State is going to score um, quite enough. And, and it's just that number is just a little too high uh, for my liking. You guys both included Sam Hartman's over as part of your parlays. 224 and a half was the last number I saw. I'll go over as well brennan armstrong 230 and a half yards over under under i'm taking the under oh, yeah, this is a big under yeah under i mean well. i think he's going to be forced to throw the ball a lot so maybe he accidentally goes over um but i just do not trust the arm of brennan armstrong in any way shape or form in this game 
I think it's before just sidebar right before we go on. It's actually insane to me that Brennan Armstrong has a higher passing yards than Sam Hartman does in this game. That's criminal. I agree. And that's, you know, again, it's like you go back to to Vegas and it's like the numbers that they have given Sam Hartman and the Irish in general and some of these props, these in, in these first eat it up. Completely, completely. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So uh, we're, we're under on Brennan Armstrong's passing yards. How about Armstrong's rushing yards? 35 and a half rushing yards over under. I'll take the over on this one. It's the biggest part of his game. And if they're going to have any sort of success, he's going to need to be able to run the ball. I mean, they have quarterback design, you know, run plays. So I, I'm, I'm going to give it the over. He was their leading rusher last week. Yep. I agree. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, you're talking about an entire game of 35 yards rushing for a guy that that's his primary thing. So I'm going to take the over as well, but I still don't think that's going to help him out. I'm going to go over, but here's something interesting. When we talked about quarterbacks and rushing against Notre Dame the last couple of years, Vince, you brought up Caleb Williams for USC last year. You know how many yards he had in that game? I don't know if you remember off the top of your head. No. 35. Ooh. Did he really? 35. So he was a half – like if you would have bet that, half yard under because the right. average at least sacked him a handful of times. I was yeah. going to say, sacks fall into this as well. Yes. Yeah. He had 54 net – or he yeah. had – yeah, he had – no, he had 54 gross yards, but the net was 35 because he was sacked and then had yep. 19 yards in losses. So, Yikes. Interesting. And I think Notre Dame is going to get to Brennan Armstrong. He's he does not have the best pocket presence. And that's I think arms again. I yeah. think he'll have over the thirty five and a half. But I don't think it's going to be like much more than fifty. Honestly, I don't think no. it's going to be yeah. much more than that. Uh, it'll be right around there, maybe. Uh, Audric Estime seventy seven and a half. Everybody going over on that. Yep. Give me the over. Chris, Ty- Chris Tyree's receiving yards twenty eight and a half. Give me the over on that seam, baby. That's one catch right there. Pound yep. it. Pound the over. Yep. Jaden Thomas, 54 and a half receiving yards. This, I is, a really, over. this is a really good number. Yeah, right it here, is. Actually, I, think. I think this one is spot on, but I'm going to take the over because I think that he's emerged into Sam Hartman's like big body target. Um, and I think if someone's like the most reliable, I think I, I think Sam Hartman would consider him – his most reliable wide receiver. And he's hit that mark, I'm pretty sure, in both the games so far this season. And so in a game where, you know, Sam Hartman's probably going to play the entirety of the game, I see him hitting that over. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a few third down conversions here, there, you know, that kind of a thing. I think he is the number one receiver, as we predicted in the beginning of the season. I think, you know, he's the go-to guy. And even if it's raining, it's probably going to be over. Uh, but this is a tough one. This was one I would actually stay away from again because yeah. of the weather. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to touch this one no. at all. But if you had to. I'm hedging towards under, honestly. Ooh. Just I because. It. And it's not it. because I doubt Jaden Thomas. It's because, like, Chris Tyree and especially, like, could this finally be the breakout for Tobias Merriweather when we're talking about some of those deep shots? Sure. Sure. Like I could see, I could see, I mean, you know, Thomas, great house, both. So I'm hedging under, this is why I don't want to touch 
the Jaden Thomas because I'll uh, throw it out there. I think Rico, Rico Flores is going to uh, sneak into a big pass play at some point in this game. I think he might only have a catch or two, but I think he's going to, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Well, Audrick estimates minus 240 to score a touchdown. <sighs> it's yeah, terrible odds, but you still I know. Take it. Yeah. yeah I, know. I put it in one of my bigger parlays, but I mean, that it seems like every first touchdown is an Audrick estimate running touchdown, like up the middle. Armstrong plus 140. To score a touchdown. That's it. I mean, those are pretty good odds. He scored two on the ground. Are we talking to have to be rushing? Yes, he has to score a touchdown. Okay, he has to actually carry the ball. Right. Cross the goal he has, line. He has to be the one scoring, not throwing. Right. I mean, I would not take it uh, because I think that Notre Dame is going to keep him out of the end zone. I do, too. I do, too. I would not take it. I... I would take it because if someone it, it it's it's got it's juiced it's got plus money on it and so I think if someone does <laughs> score for this team it's going to be Brendan Armstrong like I I think they score one touchdown but if it's gonna be someone I think it's gonna be Brendan Armstrong sneaking in a busted run play towards the end of the game so right. that's the only reason why I would take it Great House I I would not take it either I think they'll keep him out of the end zone I, I think that you know like all the talk has been on Brennan Armstrong in this game. I would be shocked, knock on wood, but I would be shocked <laughs> if like Brennan Armstrong just has this massive yeah. game and carries NC State to a victory yep. over Agreed. Notre Dame. Great House has plus 165 odds to score. Thomas has plus 160. Do you like either one of them to score a touchdown? Honestly, in terms of wide receivers, uh, <laughs> everyone's getting in on it and there's just not enough consistency right now. And so I just don't, I don't feel comfortable saying this guy or that guy's going to score. Cause it's, it's just, who's going to be open. Sam Hartman's going to throw the ball to whoever's open. And so that could be Rico Flores, this game, that could be, that could be Jaden Greathouse. That could be, you know, a, a tight end streaking up the seam. It could be anyone. And so I just, it's so hard right now to pinpoint who's going to be that receiving guy. So I, I just, I would stay away from those. So I would, I, yeah, I, I'm going to say no to both of those. Yep, I would stay away from both of them as well for the same things that Jesse's saying. I mean, I think a couple of games in, let's see who kind of the favorite receiver is. I know I just said that Jaden Thomas, I think, is that guy. But Sam Hartman doesn't care when it comes to touchdowns. Like, he's yeah. going to throw to whoever's open. And so any one of these guys has the possibility of getting open. So I, I would stay away from that as well. I think, they're, I, I think for these kind of props – the receivers to score or tight ends to score touchdowns for the rest of the season. I think that it is, I think it is fool's gold to be chasing any yep. of them because of what we're saying. I think it's going to be game to game, week to week. So I would not, I would not touch any of them on in terms of receiving touchdowns. So this is not a Vegas number, but over under 180 rushing yards for Notre Dame in this game. Take it away, Vince. I would take the over. I think they're going to get a lot of yards on the ground. I just don't think NC State can stop Notre Dame's run game. And it's really, honestly, it's going to depend on Jared Parker. Where does he want to punish this NC State defense? Does he want to punish them on the ground? Or does he want to punish them through the air? If the weather is a factor, if it's raining, then they're going to punish them on the ground. They're going to get to 180. I agree. Yeah, so against uh, Tennessee State, Notre Dame ran the ball for 221 rushing yards. Against Navy, it was 191 um, with an odd three-man front. Um, I, I really think that they'll hit this 180. I think they'll be around like 200 rushing and, and like between 250 and 300 in the air. 
I agree. Spot on. That's kind of what I'm thinking for Notre yeah. Dame in this game. All right, some other games this weekend. Colorado, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Nebraska. Do you like the Buffs and Dion, Coach Prime, to be 2-0? and oh? You like a minus two and a half. Yeah, I took the straight up victory here. Uh, no spread for me, but they are the favor in this game. It's just, you know, Nebraska's not bad. They're still bad. They don't have a lot of uh, explosiveness on on offense. And if, if Dion gets out and, and puts gets a, a big lead on Nebraska, I just don't see them catching up, to be honest with it's, you. It's crazy. New head coach, Matt Rule, Nebraska, looks like they're in the driver's seat against Minnesota. They find another way to lose a one-possession game last week even with a new head coach i like colorado the points as well nebraska plus two and a half just to be different <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, game time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. I included this one just because the spread is so large. Georgia plus 43 or Georgia minus 43 and a half rather versus ball state. I'm going to actually say ball state covers that spread. Um, you know, yes, it's Georgia. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, for some reason feel like that's just too big of a spread and they don't have like a, a quarterback. That's just gonna, you know, kill you anymore. Like it's Stetson Bennett wasn't like a, you know, a tremendous quarterback. We still made it to the NFL. I just don't even see this quarterback as, quite as good as Stetson Bennett. So, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll take Ball State. Why not? Yeah, I tend to agree. I don't know. Look, Georgia's still the number one team in the country. Right. They're still going to score a bunch of points. But Ball State, they're not an FCS team. They are still, you know, they're still playing D1 football. I would hope that they could keep it within 43 and a half. But 
watch and prove me wrong. I'm gonna say Georgia covers. I I, <laughs> I think they I think they smother poor little ball state. I just I don't think that they've got a poor, chance. Poor ball state. Iowa is favored by three and a half against Iowa State. I'm not as interested in the line in this game as I am the over under because so, of the whole can Iowa <laughs> score so enough small. points thing. Yeah, 36 and a half, over under 36 and a half points in this game. I mean, that's like almost saying the game's like, that's like a 21 to 14 game, you know, like a 24 to 14. Yeah, 24 to 14 would get you over the top. I'm going to go with the under, to be quite honest with you. I, I still don't think Iowa's got the, uh, yes, their defense is good. So I think they'll limit Iowa State, but. I don't think their offense is ready yet, and I don't think that they're going to put up a lot of points. So give me the under in 36 and a half. Man, that's such a low-scoring game. But I know like <laughs> the drive for 325 or whatever it is is a real thing, which blows my mind, by the way, uh, that they would even put that into a contract. I feel like his dad wrote that in. As <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'll take the over and just hope that the, uh, the kid from Michigan can – rack up a few points here in this game against Iowa State on the road. Iowa was favored by 13 and a half against Utah State last week. They did not cover, cha-ching me. Um, (laughs) They also combined for 38 points in that game. I don't think Iowa, you know, they won 24 to 14. I don't think Iowa is going to break 20 points against Iowa State. So I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under the 36 and a half in this game. I think it's going to be very ugly. And Kirk Ferentz's son is going to, unless he dials this up here pretty quick. Because I think they, yeah, like I just, I think they're going to have a hard time scoring again this year. They only scored 24 against Utah State last week. 325. Ole Miss favored by seven and a half against Tulane. Won the Cotton Bowl last year. This is an easy one. Ole Miss is covering that seven and a half. Um, I don't. I just right. don't. I don't see Tulane being uh, as good two years in a row. So I think this is an easy cover for Ole Miss. Actually, this is a cover by halftime. <laughs> I think so too. I agree. Texas A and M minus four and a half against Miami. The Hurricanes. I, I, I took. Mean, go ahead. Yeah, I took Texas A&M to beat Miami in one of my bets. Uh, what that looks like, I don't think that they're going to win that game narrowly by three. So I, I, I actually see Texas A&M covering in this game. I see Miami getting inside of that, if not winning outright. I, I, I have zero faith in Texas A&M at this point. Uh, their coaching staff, their players. Let it be known. None of them. I don't have any. I have no faith. I don't even have faith in the twelfth man at this point. So you know I, what? We picked this game, and I can't remember what I picked when because Brian <laughs> sent us the the matchups late. So I'm not even going to touch this one because I don't want to contradict myself. What I I said. may have just contradicted myself. I'm not. I know. I, I'm honestly not sure. I'm, not I'm actually going to look to see I'm if I contra- see if I contradicted myself. Nope. I got Miami winning by seven. So okay. Go Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Alabama's favored by seven against Texas. I'm just kidding. I have Alabama winning this game. I don't think they cover that. I think it'll be relatively close. I mean, it was really close last year, and Alabama escaped. Texas not back. I've got Alabama winning, but I've got Texas covering that seven. I think they definitely cover. Uh, I think I had Texas winning outright. 
uh, on our picks. Not by much, like a you know a field goal type game, you know that kind of a situation. I just don't mm-hmm. know that I'm sold on Alabama's quarterback situation. And if we if we're just comparing quarterbacks, Texas is the better team, right? And so, yes, Alabama has the better program. Do I even if Texas wins, are they back? No, they had not. some. Texas had some troubles. Like they've got Quinn Ewers has weapons to throw to. Texas had right. some troubles against Rice last week, even trying to protect the quarterback. So they did. Yeah. yeah, I got Alabama winning this game and covering the seven point spread. Um, and I like this game to actually stay under the 53 and a half. Okay. Uh, I, I just I don't see Alabama scoring oh, a yeah. lot, but I, I see their defense keeping them in this game and doing enough to win. I've USC got, is a oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ben. I've got 45 total points, so I'm definitely okay. under as well. Okay. USC and Stanford. This is uh, obviously a couple of Notre Dame opponents. USC is favored by 29 and a half, and the over-under is 69 and a half. Uh, Give me the under and give me Stanford to cover the spread. Oh, man, I think USC wins by 40. So, I wow. I I don't think Stanford's as bad as everyone wants them to be. Oh, no, they're bad. Uh, they were surprising against a not horrible Hawaii team last week. Yeah, I'll still take <laughs> USC in the, in the minus. There's no – I'm taking the under because I just yeah, don't but think – got to realize USC's defense struggled against San Jose State. Right. USC can't score all those points by themselves, so I'm taking the under in points. <laughs> I'm going over on the points, and I like Stanford to cover because I'm – that's that USC defense – Horrible. is is not good so i like stanford to score a little bit and i like them to keep it within reason i i don't know uh, yeah uh, so i like stanford to cover and i like the over 69 and a half so i'll be really curious to see and i, and I can't remember <laughs> again i might be contradicting myself i i know i've got usc winning but i can't remember what my point total was. i've got some points being scored. I know I have Stanford covering that though. Let's just go right to do you get do you guys want to do the Dion question or do you want to skip him and just I wrap think it up? Dion talked this week, so we should get into our game prediction. Let's do it. Notre Dame, North Carolina State. What do you got? I have a 41 to 10 victory for the Fighting Irish. I think they get five touchdowns, three in the air, two on the ground. Um, and, and I think that, uh, NC state will sneak in a garbage time touchdown late in the game and they'll sneak in a little garbage time or sorry, a garbage field goal early in the game. Um, so yeah, sign me up for a 41 to 10 Notre Dame victory. I like it. I like where your head's at. I think that would be more along the lines of my score if there wasn't going to be any weather. And so I dropped it just a little bit. I'm 35, 17 in favor of Notre Dame. This game comes down to one thing and one thing only, and that is Brennan Armstrong. If they can keep him in the pocket and force him to be an actual Division I quarterback that throws the ball, Notre Dame is going to run away with this. It's not even going to be close. I think, you know, of those 17 points, I think maybe 10 come in regulation, you know, and then like one is a garbage, like Jesse was saying. Um, But I just, I don't see this game being all that close. I think, you know, Notre Dame knows what they need to do to win this game, and it's limit what Brennan Armstrong can do. Yep. And they're going to do it. Like, I just don't see them not doing it, and I have a ton of faith in this offense. So, 
Yeah, I think NC State will have some early success because that's essentially the M.O. against the now golden defense so far is maybe they have some success in the opening drive. After that, I see it mostly being a long day for North Carolina State. The weather, again, could be a factor. If weather is a factor, I think it favors Notre Dame because they've got the more accurate thrower of the football and they've got the much better running game. I found it interesting looking at the predictions that Brian posted on the website today, irishbreakdown.com. We all picked North Carolina State to score 17 points. We, we had Notre Dame, you know, different totals for Notre Dame, but we all had NC State scoring exactly 17 points. Very interesting. Be different losers. I've got Notre Dame winning 38 to 17 in this game. We're all in that 35 to 41 range. Yep. We can't be different if we don't know what the other person's choosing. You see, that's blind vote. That's, right. that's right. Well, you all work together, so you're all thinking along the same Great lines. We didn't collab on any of it. All right, that's going to do it for Jesse, for Vince. I'm Sean. Of course, there's a post-game show after the game live. And, of course, we'll be here Monday on IB Nation Sports Talk. That's going to do it for today. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you next week. No, using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.